and another welcome to all of you. Today's scripture reading is from Matthew chapter 5. You are the salt of the earth, but what if salt were to lose its flavor? How could you restore it? It would be fit for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. You don't build a city on a hill and try to hide it, do you? You don't light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket, do you? No, you set it on a stand where it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, you, your light must shine before others so that they may see your good acts and give praise to your Abba God in heaven. Don't think I've come to abolish the law and the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The truth is, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest of the letter of the law, not even the smallest part of the letter, will be done away with until it is all fulfilled. That's why whoever breaks the least significant of these commands and teaches others to do the same will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever fulfills and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless you sent your sense of justice surpasses that of the religious scholars and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So I love this passage. I love this passage for a couple of reasons. The first is that last thing. Um, because in other parts of the Bible where it talks about religious scholars and Pharisees and rabbis and things, I have to kind of put myself in that role, right? Because that's, I think, in our system, that's me. I'm, I'm the religious authority. I'm the cleric. I'm however you want to, um, whatever box you want to put me in, that, you know, that's where I fit in this community of faith. And so I am the Pharisee. Uh, I am the scribe. I am the religious leader of, of Scripture. Um, and this passage, usually I get, I get kind of a bad rap when it comes to that, but this passage makes me feel good because this passage says your righteousness slash justice, your sense of fairness and, and right relationship has to be better than mine, right? So I'm off the hook. I can coast on this one because it's not about me. It's about you. So if all you were thinking, looking at me and thinking, okay, I hope our pastor's up to snuff, uh, this is the time I get to say, I hope you all are up to snuff, right? But better than that, better than that is that this passage feeds the science nerd in me because the metaphors in this, uh, the metaphors in this passage are just rife with scientific expansion. I can think expansively about this metaphor because, because I'm not sure in, in the time when, when these words were recorded and when, when Jesus spoke them that, that they really understood all the ramifications of what he was saying because they didn't understand salt, right? They didn't understand the chemistry of salt. They didn't understand the physics behind salt. They didn't understand all the things that salt does. I mean, they knew in day-to-day life, you put salt on the food, it tastes better, right? Um, and, and if you... Um, if you put salt on plants, it killed them. Um, if, if you put salt, this is weird, if you put salt in the, in the earth ovens that they used to bake bread, the fire burned better. 
because the salt was a catalyst to help. They, they, they actually used dung to make those, fl- those flyers grow, and so the, the salt... Anyway, you don't need to know all that. <laughs> but this is such a huge metaphor. This is, such a, this is such a wonderful thing to say. You are the salt of the world. You are what makes the world taste better. You are what gives it zest and flair and makes people want to come back for more. And you are the light of the world. And the same is true of light. We still don't understand light. We argue about whether it's, a, it's particles or a wave. We don't know. It does both. And we can't, we can't really narrow it down. It does some cool things. If you've got a laser pointer, you know, that's pretty nice. It's nice, right? You can make your cat go all over the place. Um, you can point to things that are far away. Uh, hope, hopefully you're not shining it in any airplanes. Um, but light is, is a wonderful thing. You can think so expansively about light. It makes plants grow. It makes our mood better. We're starting to have longer days, and hopefully our sad with a double D is going away. Light can change a person's sense of security. You walk into a room that's dark, you don't know what's in there. But if the light's on, you feel better about it, right? When I was a kid, I hated going down the basement. Uh, because the, you know where the light switch for the basement light was? In the basement, yeah. So you had to go down into the dark, find your way to the middle of the room, to a little string hanging down from the light bulb, and turn the light on. Uh-uh, not me. I'm not going to do that. Light and salt are huge for our faith journey. They make us think differently about our role in what happens. Just a few moments ago, we had some people up here talking about coming to this church and, and their initial impressions, their first experience, their, their introduction to life here. And, and one of the things I can tell you about this church that you may not know because you're so immersed in it, but this church, this church has a way of people, making people feel at home. This church has a way of making people feel welcome. And I'm not aware of any program or any strategy that we put into place to make that happen. It just is. So when somebody walks in the door for the first time in, on a Sunday morning to worship here, you know what? You all are the salt and y'all are the light that makes them want to come back. And that is huge. That is huge. To be salt and light in the world means that we can't just kind of blend in with what's going on. We can't just be one of the masses. We can't just go along with the flow. We are going to do things as salt and light that make us stand out that make somebody say, hey, this got salt in it, right? Oh, the light's on. The power's back on. It's attention-getting. And sometimes we feel uncomfortable with that because we don't like drawing attention to yourself, right? Um, This is the Midwest, after all. We can't stand out. Um, we We can't be better than other people. They won't like us. We have to hide our light under a bushel. We can't be the best at something. We can't be arrogant about that. We can't brag. We can't do all those things because we're Midwesterners. 
And even if we are very, very good at something, we are taught from an early age to downplay that and to blend in. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's a lot of value to that. There's a lot of... There's a lot to be gained by saying, I am a part of this group and I am not going to go out ahead unless the whole group goes. When I was on the fire department, um, we strongly discouraged, no, we criticized, no, we harangued people. Don't go in the building by yourself. Don't go ahead of the team. Don't be the first one in. Everybody wants, you know, all these young bucks on the fire department, they all want to be the first one in the building. Uh-uh. That's not how it works. You go in with a team or you don't go at all. And we are taught that in a variety of ways. But there's another side to that. And that is that we can't just go along with whatever's happening. We can't just say, oh, well, that's the way it is. I guess I'll, I guess I'll live with it. Yeah, sure, if that's what everybody else wants to do, I guess I'll go. How many of you heard from your parents or other authority figures as you were growing up, if everybody else jumped off a bridge, would you jump off the bridge? Or the cliff, or the pier, or whatever? Yeah. We have to, at some point, say, no, I am different from that, and here's why. I am salt. I am salt, and I am light. And my sense of justice has to exceed that of even the people who are in charge of the justice, right? Because do the people in charge of the justice always get it right? No, they don't. So we are salt and we are light. And God bless us for being willing to do that. And sometimes all it takes is that one person. All it takes is that, is that one individual who says, you know, I don't think this is the right way to go. You know, I don't think we should be celebrating this. I remember being at a clergy meeting one time. It's been several years ago now. And at the time, there was a, a development in Omaha. It was a campus being developed for three religious groups. A Jewish synagogue, a mosque, and a Christian Protestant church. They were going to share a campus. They were intentionally going to um, interact with one another in a way that they felt would be salt, <laughs> would be light, might change the world, might, might offer a different template and a different paradigm for how we treat one another as people of faith. And, and we're, I'm at this meeting of other clergy, and one of the clergy got up and said, I am, I am very grateful to God this day that the mosque in Omaha was denied its building permit. And I'm kind of ashamed of myself that I didn't stand up and say, wait a minute. Why are we celebrating that a religious body was denied a building permit? Do we even know why they were denied a building permit? Do, do, we, wanna, do we really want to celebrate that a religious group, if it was denied for religious reasons, was the victim of that? 
I had a chance to be salt and light, and I missed it. I missed it because I thought, you know what? Nobody else seems to think it's a problem. So I guess I'll just kind of bite my tongue. Well, the older I get, the less I bite my tongue. And maybe that's not a good thing, but one of the things I don't want to do is pass up opportunities to be salt and to be light. Because salt and light change the world, right? Salt, oddly enough, we have to have it to live. If we get dehydrated and don't get enough electrolytes, salt-ish things in us, that's bad. That's really bad. If we have problems with low blood pressure, I know a lot of you don't, (laughs) but some of us have trouble maintaining our adequate blood pressure. You know what we need? Salt. Now we could pick any element, Uh, we could pick any form of energy, and we could pick just about anything and point to it and say, you know what? We can't get along without this thing. Because this thing does X, Y, and Z for us. And I think for this particular Bible passage, we could put a lot of different things in place of salt and light. And maybe Jesus intended some specific things having to do with salt and some specific things having to do with light and the way it worked in their culture and their day-to-day living. But I think the point is there are some things you can't get along without. And Jesus is saying the world cannot get along without y'all. Y'all. I sometimes think, you know, what would happen if I wasn't here? You, you, all, you ever think about that? What would the kind of, it's kind of that it's a wonderful life thing, right? You know, what would the world be like if I wasn't in it? I sometimes think about that and I think, well, you all would have a different pastor. Big deal. It just wouldn't be me. In the years that I was doing interim ministry, you know, serving churches who were between pastors, that was kind of my stock and trade was, hey, it's not going to be me. It's going to, you're, you all have to think about Who's coming next? And I think that was healthy in some ways because it reminded me that I'm not indispensable. It reminded me that the work of a congregation does not depend on the pastor. It really depends on y'all. So y'all are the salt. Y'all are the light. And don't get me wrong, I'm supposed to be also. But isn't that a wonderful thing? Isn't that an exciting thing to think about the fact that the world cannot get along without you? Because somebody might walk in that door on a Sunday morning and not be greeted, not be welcomed, not be told about what a joy it is to be a part of a community of faith. We sometimes forget that the thing we carry, the, the, the message we have, the, the way we live together as a community of faith, all of those things are salvific. And by that I mean Our world cannot get along without it. Do you know how many times people come to church and hear a word of hope and it changes everything for them? Do you know how many times people who feel ostracized everywhere else they go come to a place like this and say, this is where I belong? Do you know the power of that? 
Do you know how many people would give their eye teeth? No, their, their right arm for that. This is something huge. So I look at a passage like this and I see, you are the salt of the world. You are the, the light of the world. And I think, oh my Lord, what an awesome, awesome thing. And too many times we get all wrapped up in our heads thinking, well, the salt in those days was used in ovens and it made the fire burn hotter. And we, you know, we think we have to have a PhD in order to understand this passage. And we don't. Because it just comes down to this. You have a light that should be set on a hill so that it has the best possible visibility. You, you are like a lighthouse that can be seen miles out on the ocean. You are the salt of the earth. You put salt in something and stir it up a little bit and every part of that thing has salt in it. It suffuses into the food or the soup or whatever it is we're making. And, and that is who we are. We are to be suffused into the world. We are to be shining on the hill. We are to be the thing that guides folks who are lost. And we are to be the thing that, that makes the flavor of life rich and full and satisfying. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. And you know what that means to me? That means that in the middle of my table, my spiritual table, there's salt and pepper, maybe some cayenne, and maybe some, I don't know, nutmeg. Because life should be rich and full and satisfying and it should be the thing that changes the world. So you are the salt and you are the light. Let's change the world. Amen.